Peace fam, it's your girl Amy here with another episode of Lover Goddess where I talk about all things self-love, sexuality, and the divine feminine. And guess what? I got my period back. And, you know, for a lot of people, this is not a cause for celebration, but for me, it had been two years since I had a period. I was pregnant with my daughter, and then I nursed her for about 14 months, and all during that time of breastfeeding, I did not have a cycle, which is partially why I feel like I went a little Lulu in my brain. (laughs) Um... I am such a lover of menstruation, not for the cramps and the tiredness and the potential pain that comes with it, depending on who you are and where you are in your health journey, but because of the natural release that is built in. It's like you get to press the reset button on yourself (laughs) Um, every time that your cycle comes and that's one of the gifts that it brings with it is this immense amount of letting go it's also a time where your subconscious comes to the surface where you start thinking about a lot of things and realizing things receiving clarity on them and it's just overall a call to self-care a call to rest relax, kick your feet up, keep your feet warm, and just pay attention to what comes up for you. And that's exactly what I did. It started with the new moon in Leo. And I thought that was perfect because I have a Leo moon in my natal chart. And that's um, my moon placement is in Leo. So for it to come around full circle like that after two years, I was like, hallelujah, this is grand, this is great, this is beautiful. It came on very gently. Um, There wasn't a whole lot of pain associated with it. I I had always heard that um, your first cycle after pregnancy is intense and crazy, and that was not my experience. And maybe it's because I was missing it so much. Um, Also, it's a great way to know that you're not pregnant, and pregnancy is nowhere on my radar nowhere on my list of to-dos and desires. I really struggled for a while thinking like, okay, do I want a second kid? Knowing like, I personally don't. (laughs) I personally don't want any other kids, but there's so much pressure that people put on you, not only to have one kid in general, but once that one kid comes, oh, now they're on your neck about when are you having another baby? When are you going to give Lily Moon a sibling? And the answer is fucking never. Like, I'm not ever, ever doing this ever again. Unless there's some sort of divine intervention. Uh, And in that case, like, I'll deal with it. But it is nowhere on my to-do list. I'm not playing around. I'm not messing around. I'm very serious about contraception. And that's, that's on period. That just is what it is. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And that's one of the things that I realized um, pretty recently is I'm just not down. The postpartum period is brutal. And I didn't even have it as bad as many people do. And pregnancy, not fun. 
would not recommend. <laughs> I mean, if you want to have a kid, like totally, it's worth having the experience. But now that I've now that I've done that, been there, done that, don't want to do it again. Um there's just so much that comes with it and blah blah blah. I'm not entirely sure what this episode is about. I've just been feeling a lot of things and wanted to tell you about my cycle coming back. It came back to, um, I think the first day, one of the first days that I've been living in my new apartment. We're no longer living with family. It's me, my partner, and my baby here in this beautiful two-bedroom apartment. I love it. I've seen a couple spiders in here. Not a fan. We bought bug spray and all that stuff, so hopefully uh, we don't have issues with that moving forward. I love it. I love the windows. I love the bathtubs. I love the space. The carpet is new. This is like our space, and we don't have to share it with anyone outside of the family, and that's beautiful. I mean, we do share it, obviously. Her grandparents come over. Her grandparents are the only ones that have been over here as of yet, and I'm totally down to host. What I'm saying, though, is I'm, I'm not, this is my space, okay, and I could do what I want in here. I could be butt-ass naked. I can do whatever I want, and I have been doing whatever I want, especially after Lily Moon goes to bed. That's like the only time I really get to enjoy this place clean and tidy <laughs> because she's one and some change and all she does is walk around and move things and put her toys everywhere and her trash everywhere. And <laughs> it's essentially not clean while she's awake. So my favorite has been night times where I could just take a seat, have a little smoky smoke, and uh, enjoy a clean house after I've done the dishes, after I've picked everything up, etc. So I love it. I've been having a great time. And it's a, a big change for us. Um, and it's been a great change. Anytime things shift, it does take a little moment for everything to fall into place. And I do feel like that's kind of happening over here with, um, you know, figuring out finances and a new budget and, you know, looking at money. And money can be so triggering, um... For many of us for a multitude of different reasons um, from past trauma as a child fearing that there's not enough or you won't have enough having responsibilities as you know as a parent having a child to take care of that adds a lot to the conversation of finances and it can be heavy I'm not sure if it's still true, but at one point in time, the number one reason for divorces was money and conversations over money. And I'm sure that now 
maybe the statistics have changed a little bit. I know that porn and porn addiction is a huge one for a lot of people. Um, cheating. <laughs> but at one point in time, I don't know if it's still true now, but money and conversations about money have been the root of relationship downfalls. And I would be lying if I didn't say that we've had some difficult conversations about money, especially now that our daughter is here and we want her to have the best life possible. So what I like to do is practice gratitude. And I feel like gratitude practice helps turn whatever you have into enough because you're looking around and you're like, I have so many things to be grateful for. And I have so many blessings that I just take for granted sometimes. I feel like it's not lost on me anymore how blessed I am, especially from pregnancy to postpartum. So many people have shown up and showed out and really just made sure that I'm good, my daughter's good, my family's good. And especially my parents. My parents let us live with them for almost a year. <laughs> and we did not pay rent, we didn't pay for groceries. We they did not require much from us and that was a huge blessing that many people don't have even if they are living with their parents. A lot of parents are charging rent and rightfully so, it makes sense. Um but to see how much my parents stepped up to help my family like save money and to help me po- um during my postpartum time is like incredible. So incredible and every day I am just reminded of my mom's generosity and my dad's my dad's willingness to let her be so generous and it shows me the kind of mom that I want to be with Lily Moon. Like I want to be the mom that has her back and that, you know, fills in the blanks that she might be experiencing. And it's just beautiful. I feel like having a daughter really has healed my relationship with my mom in ways that I did not know or imagine and I will forever be grateful for that. Having children really shows you who is there for you, there for you, and who is not. (laughs) Um, And there's, you know, varying degrees of people who show that they love and support you. And all of that is okay. I'm not holding anything against anyone. I'm just um, highlighting the fact that your relationships, there's a spotlight on every single one of them when you have children or a child in my case. And um, yeah, I don't know what I would do without my parents. I mean, I'm sure I would figure it out, but they have been amazing, amazing, amazing. And every day I'm grateful for that. Just like today, we went out. My mom picked us up because we've still been seeing her every day. And uh, my parents miss Lily Moon, so they want to see her constantly. And um, I'm chilling most of the time anyway. So 
Mom picked us up. She took us out to lunch. She bought Lily Moon some more long sleeve clothes in preparation for fall and winter. Um, she bought some oatmeal and gave some to us for Lily Moon because she knows Lily Moon loves oatmeal. She bought us frozen fruit because Lily Moon needs to have <laughs> her smoothies. And these are all things like I could have done for Lily Moon, but my mom likes doing it. She likes um, spoiling her with random things like that and spoiling me by making sure I don't have to, I can allocate funds in other ways. And that's just like, wonderful and beautiful and I swear usually a day doesn't go by that my mom isn't doing or giving or tricking off on Lily Moon and it's so helpful and so beautiful and I'm so grateful for it every single day and I feel like that is the key to any of your monetary worries or fears or whatever is just an insane amount of gratitude for what is or what you do have. Um, not being so prideful as to not accept help when people want to help you. Like, if you want to help me out, feel free. I will take all the help. <laughs> if you have extra anything you want to share with me, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. As long as it's no strings attached, I love it. I will gladly, gladly take <laughs> whatever, um, whatever you want to share with me and vice versa. I am typically going to return the investment, not necessarily financially, but in the form of goods or services or advice or love or prayers or things like that, you know, so, and there's people that I support monetarily and etc cetera, etc cetera. but my point is um giving and receiving is very important and being open to receiving is a step that we forget about a lot and being open to receiving is not like begging for things but it's expressing gratitude and allowing other people to help you and serve you um I feel like my pride in this realm has been annihilated. I used to be the person that that would only give and hated to receive. Like, don't give me anything. <laughs> I'll give you things, but please do not. Don't give me money. Don't give me prayers. Don't give me, like, I got it. Don't worry about it. The hyper-independence is real. And now I'm realizing, um, no, help is nice. <laughs> help is beautiful. I will take help. Um, please and thank you. And you know, bless you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's been my philosophy when it comes to money and abundance and all of that. So I have so much faith in myself, in my partner, in our family to be able to provide Lily Moon and ourselves with whatever it is that we need. And I know that, um, you know, times are hard and pockets are tighter. Money is tighter than, um, you know, maybe it has been in the past due to having more expenses. But we also 
like have more blessings <laughs> and we have more assistance in other ways than we've had before too. So I tend to err more so on the side of faith, knowing that it's all going to work out and we're going to figure it out and whatever we need, it, we're going to find a way to receive it. And um, it can be difficult being that person in the relationship because I am having to hold space and hold that faith myself. <laughs> um and that can be kind of hard to be the optimistic one. Um, but I know the importance of self-talk, of affirmation, of um, optimism. It's so important to do that, to dig deep, to demonstrate that, to really live by that and have faith um, so that's what I'm doing and I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it for my family I am the earth sign in my family so I'm a Taurus my partner's a Cancer and Lily Moon is a Gemini so I am the rock of the family and I know that my energy is impactful and I can ground I can ground the energy I can be like <laughs> I can be the anchor here and that's not always easy especially when we've got the waters of cancer doing its thing you know think about the ocean and all of the different states the ocean finds itself in and then the air think about the air and all the swirly whirly all over the place air that you know my daughter is and Instead of it resulting in a hurricane, I'm trying to, or I'm actively, um, I am actively allowing and creating the energy of like just a good breezy day at the beach. Like that, that's what I'm trying to manifest over here. <laughs> Not hurricanes, but like just a nice light breeze with some easy waters on my earth. <laughs> so, I hope anything I'm saying is making sense. I'm I'm speaking about some things that I'm experiencing within my family and my relationships and trying just to keep it focused on me and what I'm experiencing and what I'm doing and not so much on any other parties involved um but it is a transition it's a positive transition it's a happy transition that comes with um it its own challenges and i am doing my best every day every moment to stand in my truth and stand in the knowledge that i know everything is going to work out and that we're going to be okay, that we are more than okay, that we are abundant and bountiful, and that everything we need can and will materialize for us. Um, what's ours can't miss us, and what isn't will never be ours in the first place. So, that being said, whatever it is 
you've got going on, whatever transition, whatever feelings you're going back and revisiting as we are now in Virgo season and approaching retrograde, maybe even in retrograde at the moment, things are going to come up. You are probably going to feel less social and more introspective as we start to embark on a shift of seasons and that's right on time. Um, there are some journal questions that I would like to throw out there for you as we are in Virgo season, as we're thinking about our lives and self-improvement and our goals and what we want from the rest of this year. So number one, how can I bring more organization and efficiency into my daily routine? Number two, what are the areas in my life that require attention to detail and refinement? Number three, how can I enhance my physical and mental well-being during this season? Number four, what goals or projects can I set in motion that align with my desire for personal growth? And number five, in what ways can I contribute my skills and talents to serve others and my community? And I think these are great questions to ask yourself really anytime but especially now as we're in Virgo season and starting to slow down on summer if you're in the northern hemisphere Um, and I have a lot of ideas for answers to these questions especially for me personally being in a new space requires like new routines and new organizational solutions So I'm trying to, you know, make things in Lily Moon's room, like, really efficient and safe for her to be in. Um, The kitchen, like, where should everything go in the kitchen? And what's in a good spot that makes sense? And what is, like, ass backwards in here? And, um, yeah, just those organizational things that come with moving and figuring out, okay, how can I maximize my space? Um, then number three with the mental and physical well-being definitely thinking about that because there are certain things like I want to get back to doing yoga I want to get back to working out and I know that helps me stay more grounded and to be able to handle all of the very different energy that's around me like I am so 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 chill and my partner and my baby are not so I need a lot of time and moments to myself to receive the quiet and the stillness that I need so that I can um, be my best self when I'm with them. Um, and also, number five, in what ways can I contribute my skills and talents to serve other people? I have been so blessed that I want to continue the blessings outward and No, I'm probably not going to uh, be spending that monetarily or giving monetarily in the same way, but I do know that I have valuable skills and wisdom and other offerings that I can um, provide that benefit and serve my community. It doesn't always have to be money. Um, And in fact, there's many things that could be more important than money to um, provide your community. 
So these are some things that I've been thinking about. I have not yet put them in my journal because it seems like every time I sit down to write, my daughter wakes up <laughs> or needs something from me. And it's so much easier just to get my thoughts out uh, on a podcast like this right here because I could just say it real quick. I can pause. I can go back. I can do whatever. When I'm writing, I really need like a dedicated chunk of time. So I haven't written about this yet. I'm definitely brainstorming right now as I'm speaking to you and I hope these journaling prompts can help you in some way as well. Um, I'm over here living (laughs) y'all. I do feel um, so much better now that I've weaned Lily Moon and had my first cycle. I feel like I've released so much that I've received so much clarity and that I have had the energy to get back into some of the things that I love and care about. For example, I've been going back live on YouTube to give out free readings and free oracle readings. I take donations there as well for people who want like more in-depth readings in the moment. And that has been a lot of fun to reconnect with the community that I built there. There's over a thousand people that I just kind of left hanging for the last year or so because I knew I couldn't give it the time and energy that I wanted to. And now that baby girl is not breastfeeding. She's sleeping a lot better and she's learning to sleep independently. She used to like co-sleep, meaning sleep or contact nap. She still co-sleeps. So she sleeps in our bed at night. Um, But she used a contact nap, meaning that she would be on me. And that was the only way that she would sleep. Um, And that's because she was so obsessed with my boobs and had to smell my boobs at all times. And now that we are not breastfeeding, there's nothing to smell because there's no milk in there anymore. And she's a lot better at sleeping independently, which means, hey, I have an hour usually, sometimes more, sometimes less, to go live or to record a podcast really quick or to prep dinner food or what have you. And it's been so freeing. I know a lot of you guys are like, duh, nap time is the best time of the day. But when your daughter fights sleep the way that Lily Moon did, I mean, like, this is the first time in her entire life, really, the the last two weeks. It's a very new development, her sleeping by herself for nap time. So it's felt really good to get back into some things that I care about, to experience some bodily autonomy, to have my hormones regulate the way that they've been regulating to have my own space again it's been really beautiful and I have so much to be grateful for and so many of you are all a part of that and have um helped support me by listening by interacting by following me by joining the lives by sending donations and thank you just for whatever whatever you've done even if it's as simple as liking a picture or liking a TikTok or listening to this podcast. Like, you make a huge difference in my life. And I hope that you gain some sort of value from interacting with me in these ways. And yeah, 
call it. I just wanted to pop in real quick, check in with you, let you know a little bit about what's going on over here. And um, follow me on YouTube if you don't already. It's Bohemian Healing Co. You can search that or I'll try and link it in the show notes so that you can join in on the fun when we go live. It's usually from YouTube. TikTok, I don't have enough followers on TikTok to go live there. And Instagram, I'm kind of over Instagram. I feel like I'm done with Instagram. I don't really post over there and I don't get a lot of interaction. I have like 3,000 or something people on Instagram. But anytime I post, there's just not much reception. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm on TikTok and I'm on YouTube the most right now. That could change in the future. Um, But until then, that's how you can reach me. You can also check out my Etsy shop. I've recently created two new Oracle decks. They are, you got to print them yourself. And they have pictures and meanings and the whole nine yards. Um, It's a digital download and you'll need access to a printer. Um, But they're fun. They're insightful. I worked pretty hard on those and uh, if you feel called check them out if not spread the word i love you guys i'll talk to you soon bye y'all